Hey everyone, and welcome to 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. We are on episode number 10, and I'm your host, Tom Lynch. Uh, we are continuing our watch-through of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, the live-action follow-up to either the movies or the cartoon, depending on how you look at it. And we've made it up to East Meets West Part 3, which is episode 3 of the show. It premiered in September 26th. 1997 and uh in case you're curious if it got good in between last last episode and this time uh the answer is no but uh but we're gonna go in fact this show takes a, a kind of an odd turn in this episode it i i fear that it's begun to find what it wants to do uh because it's it doesn't uh <sighs> okay so let's uh let's just get to it, shall we? So uh, so we open up. Venus is trying to train the other Ninja Turtles uh, to enter the Dream Realm, which is where Splinter is trapped. Uh, meanwhile, he's writhing on his bed, uh, and you know when your father is on his deathbed and you need to really concentrate, uh, the best thing to do is not concentrate. Uh, Leo's the only one that can actually concentrate on anything. Uh, Raph and Mike are joking between themselves. And Don falls asleep. Uh, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know about you guys, but if like if my dad was in trouble, like I'd, like I'd focus up, I'd focus up. Uh, so then we get uh, Leo and Raph fighting each other for uh, the four hundred thirty eighth time in Ninja Turtles history uh, because ah, uh, oh, I didn't write down the quote. Dang, this would have made way more sense. Anyway. They fought again. Either Raph poked at Leo for being a, you know, teacher's pet, or Leo poked at Raph for being a, uh, a goof off. You know, the normal thing that we are apparently going to get every episode because they really liked that one scene of the first movie. So, uh, so while they're sitting around, kind of uh, sounding all sad for themselves. It turns out Raph's size can connect to each other now. So he's got like one like long sigh with the, the prongs at either end. It's like a mini staff with size. It's it's he just kinda like spins it in his hand, but I don't remember seeing that before, so uh that's weird. I guess they had to give them new weapons. Uh I don't know why. And then yeah, I guess Mike has new weapons too. He he has those, like, police batons. He doesn't have nunchucks. And uh, I know they got rid of the nunchucks in the cartoon towards the end because of, like, legality reasons. I think in the UK, like, nunchucks were illegal. So to take it away and give him a grappling hook. Um, but, yeah, I don't... It's it's weird the things they have to, uh, that should change as the show goes on. Uh, so anyway... Venus is is kind of fed up with them, and they're like, "Well, we're ninja. We're not shinobi, dog." And uh, and in the Venus burn of the episode, Venus burn of the episode, she says, "I don't know how you can master being a ninja when you're all so damn angry." That's a that's a paraphrase, uh, but pretty much, basically, it's like you're all angry at each other all the time. How could you ever be a ninja? So, <laughs> so in the, uh, you know, it, as anyone would do when they're challenged uh, about their ninjutsu skills, they said, fine, we'll go to the roof. Now, about the roof, 
their lair is in a subway station. So, I, like, I guess there's a roof to that, but it doesn't, like, I guess there's a really tall, like, they're underground. They're underground in an abandoned subway station, and they climb up a ladder to, like, to a sewer grate, to the streets. So what the, like, the roof as if they have a building. Anyway, so they go to the roof and uh, to, you know, prove they're ninja, and they also brought Splinter. So he's just writhing around on the ground next to them while uh, (laughs) the four of them start ninja-ing at each other to prove that they can ninja hard to Venus. Uh, So Venus somehow, like, just assumes, like, oh, you're doing this to focus your chi. So she sits down, and poof, they're in the dream realm. It turns out all the Ninja Turtles had to do was ninja, and uh, and they get into the dream realm. Uh, so th- they're in a place that looks like... Um, Kind of like old, uh, you know, Steve Ditko space um, interdimensional, like Doctor Strange stuff from the old comics. And I guess kind of like Dimension X looks like in the new uh, cartoon. Uh, just a bunch of like floating asteroids everywhere. Uh, so they jump onto this. Uh, I, I don't have anything else to call it. Except, uh, except an intergalactic slide. So basically they just like hop on a thing they turn into like a ball of spirit juice and they just fly down this slide and like poof they're right next to splinter so they got him or they find him and so they go to break him out and the dragon lord shows up and you know they kind of posture each other and then some one of the trolls just goes you're gonna let splinter go and he's like all right and then no one questions that they just kind of go oh, okay that's cool like darn right you will because we'll beat you up if you don't so uh so then they take splinter and they leave they go back to the uh the earth realm and they're done like the mission accomplished uh but before they leave dragon lord sends uh, his dragon knights and i don't know what they're called uh the rank they're called uh whatever i'm gonna go with dragon knights he sends his dragon knights to follow them. Uh, and then they once again go over the fact that Venus is a fifth turtle, that they were all in the uh, the cage together. And it turns out just Venus just floated downstream to Chinatown. And that's how she ended up in China. Uh, so then it turns out Dragon Lord sent his Dragonites to follow the turtles because that taught him like where the exit was from the dream realm i guess it's just like a physical like just watch where they go like when they leave like that's where we can get out like it doesn't it doesn't make it does anyhow it doesn't yeah i'm gonna get stuck on a piece of plot that doesn't make sense in the show yeah healthy for me so anyway dragon lord's in new york and he's and you know they're like we got to find a a building a a fortress for us and within instance they find like this crazy perfect like uh abandoned castle which might have been the foot's old uh hideout now that i think about it but i don't think it is because they make no mention of it and uh this show is not about subtlety but they find a perfect abandoned building uh, so they can just stay there and, and keep everything, you know, evil and dragony. Uh, so then, so after Dragon Lord's all set up, 
uh, the turtles decide to go for a picnic. So they're just in the middle of Central Park, just having a picnic. It's in the middle of the night, but still, like, ninja, guys. And they're, like, playing on swing sets. Like, no one's... People are going to be walking around, right? I mean, it, it was the... It's the late 90s. Like, New York's safe. Like, people are walking around. I, I just... Oh, boy. So, so they're doing their picnic. Uh, and we get a pretty... We get a gag. There's a gag. I'm not going to quantify it. Uh, but Venus made uh, what she thought was quail eggs. Uh, but it turns out they're pigeon eggs. And she coated them in snail slime? Because that's a thing. So, you know, Leo does a pretty... And this is this is just, you know, in part because, you know, you you don't have your, your puppets eat unless it's a Muppet. Muppets can do it because they can just slap their mouth up and down. And, you know, there's a reason Cookie Monster works. Uh, but you hand these, like, these giant turtle monstrosities, like, food that they're supposed to eat. And Leo very clearly brings it up to his mouth and then swings his hand behind him and drops it. Like... Obviously, he's trying to do sleight of hand, so it's like, oh, boy, that was really good. But it's like they couldn't have done a second take of that or just cut after he, like, they, it, you could so clear. And, I mean, I guess I'm giving them too much credit. Throughout the entirety of the show, you can see seams in their suits, like parts where the the neck isn't upright. Like, I don't think I've seen any actual, like, human bits show through, but, oh, man, it's, uh, the... The production values on this show are not surprising. So, uh, so anyway, Dragon Lord shows up, and uh, in a show of force, he laughs for like a minute and a half, and then he spits some fire in the air, uh, and then he reveals his grand scheme, which is uh, he thinks the Ninja Turtles are magic because he's from an age before mutants or whatever he's from ancient times something and uh and so he decides if he can eat the ninja turtles he will absorb their gift of mutation and i don't know mutate into a super dragon lord i'm not really sure what the what the goal is on that um but anyway so we get our big fight scene in the episode and to their credit there are upwards of five different choreographed moves in this scene. Uh, they're not good, and they are, once again, just repeating bits of choreography from the first two movies. Uh, whoever they got to, like, choreograph this show, either either they didn't, and they just go, like, that was a good bit, let's take that. Or they're just not good, uh, which, again, would be in line with everything else. So uh, so they're all fighting, and just like the other episodes, suddenly they lose. Like, just no reason. Just suddenly, you know, one of them trips or whatever. So Dragonlord's got Splinter, and uh, and he's crushing him with his foot. And so Venus just, again, like, turns out she's going to be the key to fix all the problems in the Ninja Turtles world. Uh, she uses her shinobi magic to lift the Dragonlord's foot off of Splinter. She does fail once, but then she just, they're just like, do it again. And she does it and lifts his foot. Like, instead of any of the five of them just kicking him in the head and kicking him off Splinter, they just stand there and watch her glowy hands lift his foot. 
Uh, and then, uh, and then you know, Turtle Vanish. It's not like they throw a smoke bomb down. They just run out of frame, and that's it. They vanished. It's, you know, true to their word. Vanished. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, so, you know, they run away, and, you know, Dragon Lord says some long lines of, you know, it won't be the last of me, you guys. And then, uh, and then in our scene of the episode, our best scene, this, this episode is, uh, the turtles retreat back to their hideout where basically they're defeated. Like they've lost, uh, and Leo has no idea how they're going to be able to fight or defeat Dragon Lord and Splinter doesn't back him up. Like you're, you're so used to Splinter showing up and be like, no, you know, we'll get them, my sons. Uh, but no, like. Splinter is just as much in doubt as Leo is, and uh, and that's actually pretty scary for those characters. So, so that's you know today's this this episode scene of the episode was uh, easier to pick out than last time. Uh, so, but before before we end uh, this grand piece of art. Uh, we cut back to Dragon Lord, who announces that he will retrieve an invincibility serum that will presumably give him invincibility. And I think he laughs some more, and then we get credits. Uh, so, wow, this didn't take long to recap at all. This felt like a really quick episode. Like, even my notes are shorter than the other two. Um, and I think they just have way less, you know, exposition to get through. So that's not bad. This is about 13 minutes. I got you through that. I saved you guys seven minutes. Boy, I hope you appreciate it. Because I didn't save seven minutes. I spent all seven watching the damn screen. But I am drinking a beer while I do it. Just heads up. I cannot watch it sober. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that show... And, and I, I, I didn't look it up for the last couple episodes, but they didn't air these five this five part opening series as a set they just did it once a week so we had september 12th september 19th and then this this week's episode was september 26th uh it's uh it's still it's still not good the i don't know why they felt i don't i don't know how i guess that's not totally true a live action show like this had to be cheaper to produce than a cartoon um but but why they went the way they did, I don't know. Uh, it's it's weird. And I wonder, because I can't imagine they were allowed to use the Henson heads from the movies, so they must have had to make their own. Like, they don't have as much, they don't have as much articulation in the mouth or anything. They've got, like, two weird faces, and on Venus specifically, it looks very odd. Uh, it's, uh, it's weird. But no one hit on Venus this episode, so that's a plus. So, uh, you know what? We're going to make this a quick one. Uh, pro tip for all you podcasters out there. Do not start a podcast when you're trying to sell a house. It, uh, it turns out it, that the house bit cuts into your time. So, uh, episodes may be a little sporadic, uh, for the next few weeks, uh, until I get set up in my new place, but I anticipate getting one, one out a week. I'm not, not trying to, not trying to jip y'all. You, you deserve it. You've worked hard, and you deserve some podcasts. So uh, next week, we're going to find something else to talk about. As always, you can find me on Twitter at T 
tlynch117. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, whatever, hit me up there, or you can send me an email at 30extralives at gmail.com. Uh, uh, you know, I read all of those, and any questions that come in, I will answer here on the air. Uh, I would like to uh, to do some of that in the future. Uh, always, you know, come by 30extralives.com every Monday and Friday for the 30 Extra Lives webcomic. And uh, hit over thecatwholwaysdies.com every Wednesday for a different webcomic. And come back here every Tuesday for a new episode of 30 Extra Lives, the podcast, with the exception of today, which is a Thursday, because of previously stated house crap. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. And uh, I've been Tom Lynch, and you've been awesome.